Yo, yo, what's up, man? Welcome to episode one of the Why Behind the What podcast, man. Like, I've been having this, I've been having this podcast on my mind for the longest, man. Like, I've been trying to do this for a while. A lot of people have been telling me, oh, like, man, you should do a podcast, man. Like, you know, just going off my Facebook post, just like who I am, just you know, the who I am. I was just like, man, I've been, I've been like, all right, I'm gonna do it. I'm. I, you know, I'm going to do it, uh, you know, next year. I'm going to do it, you know, next week. And I was always, like, putting it off, you know. But, like, crazy story, man. Like, I was over at my brother house last night, man. We were just chilling, you know, just talking. Uh, him and his, you know, his, uh, you know, his girlfriend, you know, and his son. We were just over there chilling, talking, you know, vibing, you know, talking about old times, laughing and different things like that. And, like, what, like it hit me because, like, my brother was just like, man, like, you know, we was just, it just a conversation arose about, like, you know, when I was, you know, ministering back in the day. And he just was like, yeah, man, like, you know, and like, I was just talking about, like, some revelation or some different things I, that was just on my heart yesterday. And, you know, he was like, man, you used to be in your bag, man, like, back in the and that just, And that just, like, resonated with me. It was, like, almost like something just hit me in the chest. And was like, man, you got to get this thing started, man. It's like, you got to just go ahead and go. You just got to go for it, man. And it's like, and that, and now on top of that, I've had, like, you know, two individuals, man, that, like, I grew up with, actually went to church with me, man, you know, growing up. Like, I'm talking about from, like, a little boy. And, you know, and they, like, hit me up recently. You know, like, one of the individuals hit me up and was like, yo, like, I love, you know, like, what you talking about on Facebook. I feel like that you, like, we on the same, like, you know, wavelength. You know, and I just feel like that, yo, like, we got to, like, you know, just talk, like, hook up and, like, just kind of, like, you know, I just, like, I want to just pick your brain on where you at, you know, and, like, and that just, and that, like, that did, that did something to me, because I'm like, yo, I know the individual, and I said, like, you know, like, I just feel like that I'm still called to minister, like, that gift ain't going nowhere, like, I feel like that gift is in me, is always going to be in me, you know, and it's like, I want to, I just don't like the, you know, the whole, I, I guess I would say, like, just the, like, like I said, because I want to be transparent and authentic on this on this podcast, man. Like, this episode one, but like I said, I want to just start out, like, just being transparent and authentic. And, like, I just, I love ministering. I love, like, used to sharing the word and different things like that. I just didn't like the standards that, that people put on, quote, unquote, ministers. And, like, just me, my personality, I'm just, like, an out-of-the-box type of guy. Like, I'm a, like, I guess if you want to call it beat to your own drum, you know, type of guy. So it's like... I just feel like that the standards and the boxes that was trying to be put on me, not so much by my church, but like just by like the perception of what a minister is supposed to be, supposed to look like. I just feel like I was just drained out with that. And I just wanted to like just live life, yo. And like I just came to a place where it was like, yo, you can be yourself, man, and still like share what's on your heart and like still like help people and inspire people without trying to be, you know, like a Creflo Dollar or, you know, uh, you know, or, uh, uh, you know, whoever the Joel Osteen or whoever the like, uh, you know, whoever the people that I like look up to and inspired by and different things. It's like, yo, you can do this your own way, whatever you feel like that, you know, like you want to put out there in the world, like go ahead and just do it. Young. Like the audiences that's for you, it's going to be for you. And the audience is not, it's, it's not going to be for them. It's as simple as that, you know? And like, I just, and, you know, and I, and I, and I go on, part on, on my Facebook a lot. And, you know, and I, and I share what's on my heart. It can be inspired from different things, like as far as like what's going around in the world, you know, what I'm meditating on or what's resonating with me with that day. And I share it on posts. You know, and what happens is I feel like that, you know, a lot of different people, you know, come on my posts. You know, they come and try to argue or they try to say, OK, well, what are you saying? And, you know, and, and different things like that. So I just want to like just just have this podcast, man, like to just really just go in depth and like just really like just release like, it was in my heart, you know, it just like, like I said, I don't really have no structure with this, I ain't got no notes, like, I don't know, like, what I'm gonna talk about, I just wanna, like, just be me and just go with it, man, and, like, by the end of this podcast, and by, like, each and every podcast, like, I just, my goal is to just inspire somebody to just go to another level of consciousness in their thinking, to go, like, to another, like, to just challenge, you know, um, you know, not only what we believe, but why we believe it. You know, and, and it just hit me like last night, man, because like last night I was just going in like anybody been around me or been around me get excited when I'm talking about something. They know how I can get like I just go, man, I'm a passionate person. And like so it was funny, like yesterday I'm trying to talk. I am I'm, I'm, I am talking. I'm just going in. And, you know, and then my brother was like, man, you know, this dude, man, once he gets started, man, he ain't, he ain't stopping. And I just felt like like what, what it was is that like I just felt like I got a lot on the inside of me I got to get out to the world you know and we always got like these you know everybody always deals with fear you know in the sense of 
what this person gonna think or you know i don't want to offend this person or you know and at the end of the day i feel like i am a good dude and like a lot that was that's in me and there's a lot of the stuff that i want to talk about it might come off offensive to some people and it might like you know uh you know rub some people the wrong way but i feel like that you do yourself a disservice sometimes when you don't be yourself you see what i'm saying when you're not being yourself Sometimes you can do yourself a disservice. So, like, I feel like that I got to a place and it, like, really just hit me last night. That it's like, yo, like, I'm released. Like, I'm going to be myself. Like, if God give you a gift to talk and speak, it's going to come out. Like, you can, like, you don't have to, like, go out and, you know, uh, preach on, to, on, a, on stage or, you know, or you don't have to, like, do what, you know, I guess, like, with the, um, what I want to call it, um, I guess, like, what, what a minister is supposed to look like. But I feel like the gift is still in me. Like, God gave me a gift to speak. And, and it's like, you know, and it's just like pretty much give it and like the do it my way, you know, and like it was funny because I came home last night after the Super Bowl, you know, I was still pumped up and I just had like a lot of energy and it wasn't so much off of the Super Bowl, but it was just the conversations that I was having, you know, with my brother, you know, and sister-in-law, like in the, you know, in that environment, I just felt like energetic. And I'm just like, yo, like, this is what I'm here, like, this is what I'm here, like, here to do, man. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And, like, when I came home last night, I started talking to my fiance. We talking for, like, a whole another two and a half, three hours. Like, you know, like, we ended up going to bed at, like, 1 o'clock, 1.30 in the morning because I'm still, like, pumped up, still trying to share, like, revelation. And it's like, yo, I'm giving all this to them. And it's like, yo, I got to get this, like, to the world. So, like I said, it's like, that's, like, my whole thing is like, yo, I just got to go. Like, I don't really have no structure with this. I don't really know, like, how it's going to go. And, like, right now, you can, like, kind of hear the passion coming out. Because it's like, yo, this is, like, like, this is what I'm built to do. Like, this is what I'm here for. You know? And, like, so, like I said, like, just, like, for me, man, like, I was thinking, like, I guess what I said a couple months ago. Like, what do I want the name of the podcast to be? Because I do, like, you know, like, want to, like, I feel like your name in the podcast is everything. Like, what is what is it going to, like, struck? Like, what, is, what are you about? And I just feel like my personality and, like, what, you know, like, really um drives me to have certain uh perspectives on life is not like what we believe like we always debate the what like it don't matter if it's politics sports uh religion um you know relationships whatever it is like we always know about the what my whole thing is about the why you know so that's why i wanted to get to like the why behind the what you know and i'm like I'm very, very, like, inspired by, you know, one of my favorite teachers of all time, which is, you know, was Jesus Christ, which I believe, like, he was the best teacher. Like, you just, like, go and read, like, the way he broke things down. He literally didn't, he didn't just talk about what, but he talked about the why. One of my favorite things he said is be careful not what you hear, but how you hear it. Because the way it's going to be measured back to you, he was saying, because how you hear is going to determine how it's measured back to you. And, it, and that's just, and that's, and that's like so baffling to me, you know, cause like when I, you know, I post some things on Facebook or, and somebody a comment say something, I'm like, yo, dude, how did you get that on what I said? You know, because like what happens is that like, like we don't sometimes listen with the intent to try to understand. We listen and you know, not just, it's everybody do it. We all do it. We listen with the intent. Or I would say we listen based off of like our, our current level of consciousness. So meaning that we're going to see things on a certain type of level and that's going to dictate how we receive certain things. You know, so like, man, hold on one second. I'm, I'm getting, I'm sitting down. I think like in the future, I'm going to have to like stand up doing this, man. Cause I get so hyped up when I'm talking, man. It's just like, I, I just don't have to like probably, you know, in the future, I'm probably gonna have to stand up. But like I said, anyways, man. But you know, we we you know we're motivated based on our current level of consciousness. And like even now, I read things in the Bible. I've been reading the Bible all my life. It's certain scriptures and it's certain things that I heard back then. But because I'm on another level of consciousness or another stream of consciousness, I hear it on a whole nother level now. You know, and, and it's you know, and people always you know talk about the word and say, you know, I study the Bible, I study this and I study that. And it's like, yo, like. It doesn't matter about what you're reading. It's all about how you're hearing what you're reading. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, and, and it's and it's crazy, you know, because like, um, you know, Jesus even, you know, he said that like a, a, a lot of different times, you know, like, you know, is that like uh, you have heard it said, but I've said, you mean, you know, so like meaning that I'm all about the intent. And I just think that like with that as my foundation. That's how I approach everything in life when it comes to politics, when it comes to, you know, relationships, when it comes to like, you know, anything. When I'm having conversations with people, it's like, yo, we can explore why 
we're feeling a certain type of way, we can explore why we're thinking a certain type of way. I feel like that can like put us on a neutral ground or, you know, when we see things on the aerial view, because we all think that we know like this is the perception, like this is the truth. And we all think that we know the truth, you know, and every and that truth, it looks different to so many different people. You know, so I think that like when you get you get closer to the truth, when you start out on the aerial view, meaning that like you look at things from all perspectives and you explore the why people believe that what they believe. And then you can have like a you can like kind of like branch you closer towards, you know, why would you believe, you know, so like, um, you know, so like with episode one, I guess I guess like for me, I kind of just wanted to like just get on this young man and just kind of just rap, man. And like I was thinking about like, you know. Uh, you know, like uh, what I'm gonna go about, and like the, honestly, like the first thing that came up, man, is my pops, young, and it's like my pops been gone now for about let's see, six years. It'll be six years in a couple, I think March, yeah, March. Um, this year it'll be six years, and I feel like that he, um, like if you never met my dad, man, he was an amazing guy, man. Like I'm talking about, like this guy, man. Like I, it's really, I've really never really heard too many people say anything bad about him, young, and it's like. And if they and they did, if they got mad at him, it's like they would get super mad at him, but they wouldn't stay mad long because it's just like, man, this dude like got a good heart, man. He just had like an energy that like really just like gravitated everybody towards him, you know. And as a young kid, like I think subconsciously I picked up a lot of that, you know. And I see like a lot of my dad, you know, in me, you know. And I was thinking, I was like, you know what, man, I'm gonna dedicate this first episode to my father, you know. And it's like I'm not saying I'm gonna talk about him the whole episode. You know, but I do, I do think that, like, um, like it's like just understanding me and understanding my journey, like it, oh, it has to. Under, I think that it understanding him, you know, and I believe that his personality, a lot of his personality, is embedded in me. You know, was a I'm talking about man, one of the funniest guys, man. I've, I'm talking about like effortlessly, like one of the funniest guys I've ever been around, man. Like I'm talking about like this dude used to have. Everybody like rolling around, just like effortless. One even, I'm talking about. I think he could have been a comedian, man. Like, not even, and I just think he could have did it his own way, man. He was just like a real funny dude, man. And you know, and it's funny because I feel like that, um, you know, just being transparent, man. My dad was like, you know, always a great man of God, man. Like even to I believe, like to the day he died, man. He was a man of God. He was a great man of God. Like you know, and I think that like he, um, as he got older, you know, and as life happened, you know, he changed like. Uh, what he believed a lot about church and you know different things, you know. But I feel like that. Um, honestly, if I can be just honest and transparent, I know a lot of people going to listen to this that knew my dad. But I feel like that. Um, how can I say this? Like I said, religion just like I would say that like the religious mindset can can really play a part in like how a person's like outcome is. Uh, I, I guess I could say like uh, let me let me put it to you like this. When you have like a strong religious mindset or like you have a mindset of always trying to be quote unquote approved by God, what can happen is it can put you in it can put you in modes where you feel like, OK, I, I, I can feel condemned. And I feel like my father had like a lot like he wanted to do right. You know, he wanted to do right so bad, you know, and it's like he wouldn't. It was like he and it's like and it wasn't just him. It's a lot of, you know, different. Like when we get saved, you know, like what happens is we get excited. And of course, I wasn't born then, but I just hear stories and I just kind of picture it. And like I heard like how he was out in the streets, man, like a lot, you know, like and, and he just got like saved and just like everything changed. You know, like a lot of us, you know, like everything changed. He experienced God and just like, boom, he just started going gung ho. But what happens is in those moments is that when we, you know, when we get saved and we start, you know, going after the things of God and different things like that, it's like, yo, after like 10, 15 years or how, however, you know, some people would take quick, it's like, you know, it's, it's different, it's different time frames for different people. But I think like my dad came to a place, man, where he just like felt burnt out, you know, and I just feel like he felt burnt out. And then like, he never was able to deal with that condemnation. And see, I believe that condemnation, man, like it can like, you can like condemnation, like can like really take, it's like. It's like you either going in the route of condemnation or you going in the route of confidence. Like a route of confidence would take your life a certain way, but condemnation could take your life a certain type of way as well. You know, and like, and like for me, like I'm very appreciative, man. Like I swear, man, like I'm so, 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 so thankful. Like I think my pops like passed when I was 25 or something like that. But I'm so thankful, man, for those 25 years, man, of just seeing them because like I feel like that is a piece of him will always be with me. So like, I don't be if I can keep it a hundred with you, like we was extremely close, man. Like we was, man. I'm talking about like close, close. Like from the time I was a small boy, but 
like now it really doesn't bother me anymore like it used to that he's not here because like for one I'm 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 so thankful for the times that I had with him and I'm and I, and I like hold those times so close to my heart where it's almost like yo it's like I can't really I mean of course it's times where I miss him don't get me wrong or you know it's but it's like I can't say it's like well I'm, I'm not I'm, I can't say I'm at a place where I'm just like where I feel empty or I have a hole in my heart that's what I'm trying to say you know, I can say that I'm really feel whole and I'm okay with the fact that, yo, he's transitioned to, you know, go on, you know, to something better, right? You know, and it's just like, like I said, like, I just think that it's, um, you know, like a lot of things could have been different, of course. But, you know, for me, I'm not going to sit around, you know, playing the what if game. You know, I don't live in regrets. I don't live in the what if. I'm always trying to embrace the future. It's like I'm always trying to look forward to what's ahead of me. You know, and like, I believe that's what he would want me to do anyway. You know, I can see him probably right now. I'm like, come on, DJ, man. Like, he, it's like he not really like, he was never like really like an emotional guy, man. Like, he was, but he wasn't. Like, he ain't really like doing good. He wasn't really, like, that's just that profit in him, man. He ain't really, you know, like express himself, you know, like that much, you know, like, you know. But like I said, I knew he loved me. I knew he loved all his kids. I knew he loved, you know, loved us and different things like that, you know, but. Like I said, man, like I just wanted to dedicate this first episode to him, man, and I wanted to talk to him a little bit, talk about him a little bit, but, you know, um, again, like I said, I can't, like, really talk about myself and my journey without, like, really talking about him because, you know, like, I feel like he laid a foundation for him. I'm talking about a dude, man, when I woke up as a kid, seeing him, you know, like, praying, like, like crazy hours, you know, reading the Bible, man. He used to get, like, it's just things that I do now, like, I'm like, oh, man, I see that Holy Spirit. I'm like, yo, my father used to see that, man. Like, when he was getting revelations or, like, when he started talking and get excited. And it's like, yo, and I'm like, yo, like, I see a lot of my pops that's in, that's in me. So, it's like, I just feel like that, you know, like, this podcast can be inspired by him in, in, in a way. Because it's like, I feel like that he had that same gift. Like, he also was a minister, which I believe, like, was, you know, was very good. You know, like, you know, it just, uh, you know, how he delivered and different things and stuff like that. You know. So, like, I just said, I, I just used to see him, you know, like, pray a lot, man. I used to see him, you know, uh, you know, get into the things of the word, man. I used to see him, you know, like, uh, you know, like I said, I grew up in church, man. I grew up, you know, my mom as well. Like, I come from, like, deep spiritual roots, like, you know, as far as, like, in the word of faith background, man, you know, at Word of Life Christian Center, you know, Pastor Skip Powell, you know, like, I, you know, I, I will always appreciate that foundation, man, because I feel like that, that makes me, like, who I am, you know, and he had, like, a, a tremendous amount of honor and respect. You know, for uh, for for that church, you know, uh, um, for my church as well. I still see it as my church. You know, a tremendous a tremendous amount of respect for you know that church. And like I said, I and I see that, and I feel like that that like really subconsciously helped directed me to who I am. You know, so I like wanted to like really just talk about that and like just you know, and I'm very very man, very 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 thankful for that man. Like extremely thankful for the foundation, you know, that my parents set for me because I feel like that it, it helps me like you know. Um, for who I am, you know, and I, and like these days, man, a lot, I just talk about being thankful, if I can just be honest, man, like, because my relationship with God don't look how I look, um, five or ten years ago, I think it's a lot more authentic now, I genuinely believe, like, it's like very, very authentic, man, like, and, um, and it's, and it, it doesn't feel like I'm putting on a show, it doesn't feel like I'm putting on a front, like, I, I, like, I just, I really like at a place where I'm just enjoying life, you know, and like, I can say that, you know, like, when I, it was a place in a time where, I was on, you know, um, uh, I guess like I'm not I could, I could put it to you like this. I was always enjoying my relationship with God and I don't have no regrets the last 10, you know, 10 years, you know, that I've had. But it was times where I felt like when my dad felt where it was burnt out. But, you know, I've had extreme condemnation and it was like where it's like, yo, I want to do right. You know, and I just feel like that this podcast is for a lot of people that feels like that. It's a lot of people, man, that I, I, I feel like this out there that feels burnt out. They feel like they love God and they feel like that, man, I feel like this is real. But it's some other stuff, man, that's like this that's underneath the surface that it, that it just burns people out. And I really want to direct and I want to like really like just dive into that, man, because I really feel like that um, for myself, man, I, my experience with God was very real. My experience with the Holy Spirit was very real. My experience with Jesus and the Word is very real. I still love the Word. I still read the Word almost every single day. When I wake up in the morning, when I go to bed, like I love it, but it's fun because I, I look at it in a different aspect now. And again, it's a different type of consciousness that I feel like that I've, I've came to where I, I, I can I can receive the Word. And I'm not saying that I'm all the way right. And I'm, and I'm not all the way right. And I tell people, I'm not, I'm not trying to like tell nobody what to think or like say that I'm right 
Like all I'm saying is that I'm at a place where I'm loved right now. I had an individual that grew up with me um that, that you know like I'm talking about we grew up like since we was in Pampers together. You know, we went to church together. You know, um and like and she hit me up and asked me a question, man, like and I'm not going to you know talk about what she asked me about, but it, and that's and this was like last week and I'm just like, yo, and that hit me and I'm just like, yo, like it's a lot of people that feel that way. And I just feel like people shouldn't feel that way. And like, just to get, and like, and, and basically what she was saying is that like, yo, like, you know, like, I, do you like feel like condemnation in still certain areas based on like how we was grow, brought up, like certain things that was, you know, taught to us. And like, you know, and I guess like, man, I just, I want to give a shout out. Like, I guess like where I'm at it right now. So like I said, we're the live Christian center, man, because like I'm telling you though, like if I think about it right now. I feel like that it was almost like magical, man. Like just as a kid, like just the relationships that like that was established as a kid. And I feel like that if anybody listening to me, like that went to Word Alive Christian Center, they can attest to this. The, it started at the top, man. It was just like everybody was close, everybody was connected. It was like this big family. It was like it was magical. Of course, it had like a lot of you know crap too, like any other church or any other family, you know, but at the foundation, at the basis, man, it was just family. Everybody felt close. Like I'm talking about as a little kid, like we was all like, like who else we going after going over, you know, like it was just, it was close. Like we was all family. Like anybody, you know, like that, um, anybody that I feel like that, that went to church with me, man, like, I feel like they will always be family. They can hit me up like for anything. And I will always be there, you know, but, and it's like, it's, it's, it's just like it's, It was a it was a magical place man I feel like they Just as far as the relationships And then when it trickled down To the, the kids Like in the children's church man Like we was all like Brothers and sisters man Like Like it was like, It was real close man Like we was extremely close man Like to this day Like we still keep in contact On social media You know Talk with each other And different things like that You know It was cool You know And a lot of those people man Like that's in that church you know, they they hit me up and they talk to me a lot, man. Cause like I just, you know, about just different things. And like for me, I feel like everybody, man, I don't give a damn what you got on your life. I don't care like if you homosexual, I don't care if you like smoke, I don't care if you on crack, whatever. Like wherever you at in your life, I feel like you deserve to experience God in that area of your life. And you know, like I said, I'm just speaking on my heart. I don't got no notes. I don't know what is going. I'm just talking right now from my heart. So I'm just out here just being genuine, just letting it out. And I just hopefully this helps somebody, you know, but like, I don't like, I just want to like, just, I want to just start out by just letting everybody know, man, like, is that I don't care what you did. I don't care. Like, like, cause there's a lot of people, man, that like, you know, uh, was probably ministers one day and they probably feel in condemnation and saying, oh man, I need to be doing this. So I need to be doing that. And I'm just here to let you know, man, from experience, something that I've experienced, like that walked in. You know, is that God loves you, man. Like, God loves you and there's no condemnation, man, for those that are in Christ Jesus. And, like, what I mean, I'm not trying to sound cliche, but I'm talking about, like, man, when you feel that ish, dog, like, when you, like, I'm going to be honest with you. I Like I said, I'm going to be transparent. I still smoke weed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still, like I said, I still smoke weed. I don't really, you know what I'm saying, think it's, like, I never really thought it was, like, a big, you know, hoorah or a big sin. And I'm not trying to get, you know, on that path right now Like and talk about that But my whole thing is that Like that's That's not typical of what You know Cause you know Cause we was taught like Okay you know like Oh that's a sin You know or You know like Oh you you going Going uh, Getting closer to God And you know And different things And stuff like that Then that shouldn't be You know an aspect And nothing can be further From the truth And the ways that I tell you That is because I experience it You know like People talk and say like Oh man you know When I was smoking weed And God talked It's like as if it was like This big You know crazy thing is if you know as if as if like you know as if god is like saying like wow you know i put this plant here on this earth you know and like it just sounds crazy it's like I, he put the plant here on this earth he created what it does to you and then you know when we get in the church we act like as if this like it's this big sin i, I mean like i said it's, it's it's crazy to me but anyways like i said it don't matter what you're doing man like i said it, like, I, I feel like I'm talking to somebody right now, man And been in church, man You might have been on a praise and worship team, man You might have ministered one day, man And then life happened You felt condemned You just say, man, I don't even want to deal with this no more I don't even know if I believe in Jesus no more I don't even know if I believe in that stuff no more, man And I'm telling you right now, man that That's okay And I, like, I, I want I want to reach out to those people, man I want to be able to, like, you know, like to, like Minister to those people in a way Because I just feel like that You know, as if, like I feel like that God's heart right now In this time right now, 2020 to be honest with you Like I said Like if I can really feel like In my spirit Like yo Like what's I feel like God is really 
reaching out to those type of individuals, man. And like really trying to bring those type of individuals home saying like, look, man, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what you got going on in your life. All I want is you. All I want is a relationship with you. Forget the standards. Stop trying to worry about like whether having sex uh, before marriage. Stop trying to worry about, you know, uh, all these other standards uh, about, you know, like uh, whether you're smoking or drinking or partying or whether you read your Bible enough or whether you're going to church or not. Like all the do's and don'ts. God has said, I'm not worried about that no more. I just want your heart. I created you. I loved you. I just want a relationship with you. You know, and I just feel like that that's at a place right now where I really just want to like, I feel like that this, um, I want to like just really utilize this podcast because I really experienced that. Like every day, I'm not saying I don't really go through, I actually got a lot of stuff going on in my life, but like, I feel like that like it, at the end of the day, man, like it doesn't matter because I'm so thankful because God is just so good and amazing, man. And it's like, it's so crazy to me because it's like, I grew up thinking a certain type of way that if you know, if you, if you do this or you act this type of way, you know that, that you know, or God, you don't repent, man. You know, God ain't hearing you. You better not pray. Or, you know, you better not try to come in. And it's like, yo, that mindset burns you out. Imagine if you know your parents, like if your parents, right? Let's just, let's just like, you know, let's just imagine your parents, right? Every time you made a mistake that they was like, oh, you can't come in the house tonight. You know what type of stress that'll put on you as a teenager or even a small child? You know what I'm saying? Like that'll put you under a lot of stress. Not always like, and then they say like, okay, if you don't ask forgiveness, but you know, if you don't ask forgiveness and then you know, you, and you die, then you can possibly burn in eternity. I've heard that type of stuff before. And you know, again, it's not about what we believe. We got to start, we got to start looking at why we believe this stuff. And we got to start looking at the results of like, what is this producing in people? Because right now I'm going to be honest with y'all. Y'all can say whatever y'all want. Nobody gives a damn about what the church is talking about right now. Let's just keep it real. And this whole facade, like this whole thing with Trump, man, I feel like that right there, man, that was a wake-up call for a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? To like be like, yo, like we gotta, we gotta change, like we gotta change something up. We missing something. You know what I'm saying? Like I heard uh I heard somebody say the other the other day it was like, yo, like the church got obsessed, you know, um, uh, they was like that we was praying for, you know, we, you know, we was waiting on the second coming of Christ and we got impatient and we tried to make Trump the second coming of Christ. Like the stuff that I heard out of a lot of Christians mouth, man, about this man, Donald Trump, I'm talking about people that I ain't want to slander nobody name right now. And that's not what I'm trying to do. Cause I still got a lot of respect for those people, honestly, and I'm not going to do that. But yo, the stuff that I heard come out of people's mouth, yeah. Like, that's crazy. It's like, yo, it blew. It drove me crazy. It's, I'm not going to say it drove me crazy, but it just was like, yo, like, it was just like, yo, I can't, like, I don't. And I feel like the honestly, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you in the spiritual realm. Like, if like I can, like, if I could, the only way I can describe it, I just feel like that it was like a, just a big explosion that like happened where it's like, yo, like, where it was just a wake up call, you know? And it's like, I feel like that a lot. I just feel like the, the Jesus that I experienced and the Holy Spirit that I experienced on an everyday basis. It's nothing like with a lot of these. I'm gonna be just keeping a hundred with you. It's nothing like what a lot of these Christians are are portraying, and you know, and that and that saddens me because I feel like that my house, young, like I love like like my you know my fiance, my um and my you know my daughter. It's like yo, we I feel like of course, like I said, we have arguments and we have you know different things and stuff like any family, but. At the Korean, I swear, it's a peaceful home. Like, we literally genuinely live happy. And I feel like God is the foundation of that. And that, and we don't, and like, that doesn't mean we do everything perfect. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean we don't curse sometimes. That don't mean we don't, like, look, like I said, like, if you come in our household, man, like, some people probably be like, God damn, like, this don't, like I said, like, I like to drink wine. I like to smoke weed. But I tell you what, I can sit up there and talk about the word and get excited about the word right there while I'm doing it. And I can, and I can tell you, like I said, like, and that's like that to me blows my mind. And I'm not trying to say like I'm condoning anybody to go out here and just start doing, you know, a whole bunch of like crazy different things. Because I feel like that if you have actions that's detrimental to your mental health or actions that's detrimental to your family or to, to society, I feel like that you should try to, you know, go to another consciousness, a stream of consciousness to change. But what I'm saying is that wherever you at right now, I feel like that God loves you. And I feel like that God wants a relationship with you right there where you, where you at. And I feel like that when we start there as a foundation, yo, it's like, it's a, it's, I'm telling you, it's, it's a peace that nothing can surpass that. You know, and like I said, I just want to like just and I'm going to just really like start diving into a little, lot of different things, man. A lot of, um, you know, uh, you know, different theology. Like, you know, because, again, I is again, I, I always I can like I can actually tell you 
like why a lot a lot of these doctrines started that to make us believe you know and a lot of people man have genuine hearts i'm not this is not in no way shape or form of attack of the church at all because i feel like i'm still a part of the church like you know i i still love the church like i said but what i'm saying is i feel like that in western uh, evangelical christianity all right the western christianity like america yo we have to be able to like come to a place of like yo something is not right because it's like yo we're losing people every single year to like and it's like to all these other it's like people out here searching man and i feel like that we doing people with this certain i just feel like we have to really like just come to a place i really have a vision i honestly do like a lot of people man out here i know people out here preaching like a lot of doomsday stuff and saying like oh man the rapture coming back and all these people about to like and i and i understand the scripture saying i'm not and i'm not going to go into on this episode on perception of scriptures but i actually have a lot of faith i actually believe man that that the world is waking up like to a, a like I believe we're in a good place, man. I really believe we're in a good place. And I believe that God is doing things right now in this world, regardless of what the church is talking about. And if the church don't get caught on what's going on, we're gonna get they're gonna get left behind. I'm gonna say we're gonna get left behind. Cause again, I still feel myself, you know, as a part of the church. You know, and so again, I just feel like that at the end of the day, your theology is what dictates your life, your relationship with God. Theology is very important. Theology is pretty much like, like to me, how I just, you know, how I def, uh, define it is what you think about God. You know, like how do you feel? Because like what you think about God ultimately dictates how your lateral, how you like. I look at it like this: how I dictate about God, how I think about how I think about God is dictated is going to dictate how I treat my family. It's going to dictate how I live my everyday life. It's going to dictate. How, if I put a law mentality on the people around me, it's going to dictate how I get my how I treat myself. I'm gonna be honest with you, like I and I'm just keeping it a hundred. I love myself, like it's not like I yo I, I'm telling you, man, like I look. One thing I love about myself is that like I feel, I feel like God put some in my spirit. You could put ten thousand people in front of me. If I feel like it resonates with me and I've seen fruit from it, you could put ten thousand fruit people in front of me telling me that it's not so. And I'm gonna look at every last person and say I don't give a damn what you say. I know, like, I believe that God put this in my heart and I'm standing behind it. And, you know, and that's, and I, and I love that about myself. And I'm, and I can't say that I've always felt that way. Like, honestly, I feel like that, like, we all need God at the end of the day, man. Like, we all need, like, you know, love at the end of the day. And, like, the experiences I, I feel, like, the way I feel, man, when I'm, like, just worshiping God or just experiencing his presence, the way I feel, I feel like that every human should feel that way. But I feel like what happens is that we get in a place where we know, like most people know about Jesus. Most people know about the Bible in America. Most people know about the church. Most people been to church. But most people don't want it no more. And that's the reason why. Because I still want it. And I'm just like, yo, I feel like if y'all seen the God that I seen and I experienced the God that I experienced, you not, there's no way you can't want that. You might try to run away for a little bit, but you ain't gonna baby get away from it. I tried to run, but it's like at the end of the day, you can't get away from it. And you know, it's like the scripture just came in my mind, man. It's like that, you know, where it's like, well, we, we should be like him for we should see him as he is. That tells me that it's a way that you can see God that, you know, that it's, you know, that it's that meaning it might not dictate who he is. You know, like the Bible also says that the law, you know, was a shadow of the things to come. But it says that faith is the substance of things, uh, you know, hoped for. Meaning that faith, I believe, God, is defined by God. God is substance. You know, the law is shadow. And what I mean by the law is that demand mentality, meaning that you must work in order, you know, for me to approve of you. You know what I'm saying? You have to be a certain type of way. You have to have a certain type of standard for me to approve of you. It says that that was a shadow of the things to come. Let's just look at, let's, let's just pay attention to that word shadow. You know, if you, if you walking, if you, if you see me walking, you see my shadow, you might tell a little bit about me, but you can't really tell everything about who I am. All right. You might you might say, OK, I might be a, a male. You might can tell that I'm short. You might can tell if I'm large or small, but you can't really tell the substance of what I am. But if you actually see me in the flesh, you can get a whole lot. Def you can get a whole lot better definition of who I am. You know, and again, I'm not trying to like go too deep into it right now, but it talks. The scriptures talk about, you know, when the veil was lifted, you know, and it talks about, you know, whether when we turn to Christ, the veil was lifted. You know, it talks about how we, we should see him as he is. You know, so it's like perception is very powerful. And but because the God that you experience is based off the God that you see. 
And I believe that it's, it's, it's like, you know, I believe that Jesus is very real. I believe that it's a universal truth. But I believe what happens is that the perception of him has been distorted so much is that what people are actually seeing is shadow, but haven't like really seen the substance of who he is. You know, and that doesn't mean you can experience God. You can have the, you can have, I'm talking about you can have the craziest, but you can be floating in the sky. And you can still have those experiences with God and not know who he is. Jesus said that when he said when he was looking at the religious Pharisees, he said no one has seen the father at any time. But if you look at the scriptures, we talk about Moses that had the burning bush experience. We talk about, it got scriptures that talk about, you know, um, Enoch, where he was like, he was taken up to heaven. He was raptured to heaven. Like all these different experiences of God. And Jesus said, no man has seen the father. So I feel like that it's, it's, you can have experiences with God, but still not see him for who he really is. And that's where I'm at in my life. Where I'm at a place where I really want to see him for what he really is. I don't want to like, I don't, I'm tired of the religion. I'm tired of the, per, you know, the perception that's been placed on us. I'm tired of seeing people, you know, come to church and get excited and pumped up and then get burnt out in the church condemning them and they feel condemned. And then they go to all these other different uh, religions and different things that don't even satisfy. And people going and searching and different things. I'm at a place where I'm trying to bring out truth to people. I'm at a place right now where in my life, I'm experiencing like a lot of freedom. I'm experiencing a lot of peace I'm experiencing a lot of joy And I feel like a lot of that comes from God And I just want to like be able to like express and, and give that to people And I feel like that it starts with perception It starts. It doesn't start with like you know It, it, start, it doesn't start with what we're reading It starts It starts about it, it starts about the perception and how we're reading it You know so that's what I want to kind of do Like just break down scriptures Like you know scriptures and break down different things You know where people can be able to understand it I really don't care if people don't um, And again I really don't And, 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 and it's, it's funny man Let me go ahead and say this Because you know I've talked to different people you know um, You know that don't believe how I believe And I still have respect for them people You know great men and women of God And you say man brother You, you know you sound deceived <laughs> you know, and and I've and I've always asked qu certain questions all my life, but it's funny how when certain questions you know come about, it's like that fear of deception always keep me back in a box. And so I just came to a place where I'm just like, yo, I'm feeling joy, I'm feeling peace. So if I'm being, de if that's if deception is causing me to feel joy and peace, and to actually go after God even more. Like, like, what, like that doesn't make sense to me. And so again, I'm not, like I said, I'm not, this is not for everybody. It's, it's a lot of churches out there that's going to be preached. Like it's going to be, go, like, I, like I said, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of ministers and churches out there that's, that's for some people. This right here, I believe is for the people, man, that's out there that they feel, uh, that, that, you know, they feel rejected. They feel like nobody loves them. They feel like that, they, they, uh, you know, that God is just, you know, ready to send them to hell and different things like that. Because I'm here to tell you that it's not true. And I'm here to tell you it's good news that you can experience a God that make you, that actually make you enjoy life. We were created for fellowship and relationship. Not about all this heaven and hell stuff, trying to create rules about heaven and hell, man. Heaven is on the inside of you. Like God wants you to experience the heaven that's on the inside of you right now. One of my, like the scripture that transformed my life is, is that Christ is all and in all. Christ resides on every single person. And what I want everybody to understand is that, yo, the heaven, Christ is on the inside. Of you. you can experience it right now. And that God, he sees you. He doesn't even see you how you see yourself. And that's and that's what I want to be able to do. And I want to just keep it authentic. I want to keep it genuine. I want to keep it transparent and keep it real, man. I'm going to bring people on here and have different interviews. I want to interview different type of people to talk about their experiences with God. You know, I want to talk. Like, we're going to we're going to go into some deep questions. And at the end of the day, it's all going to bring us back to wanting to have, you know, to know God more. Because, again, like I said, like one thing I love about faith is that you don't know for sure. <laughs> And that's what I know. Like it was like I feel like people say, "Oh, we're in the we're in the uh, age of knowing," and I, and I and I hear you. But to me, I feel like all right, God could just put up in the sky, man. You know, Jesus is Lord, or you know, or I'm real, or whatever. But to me, what makes it so cool is faith, because I feel like that He puts things on the inside of our heart where we experience things that we can't really explain, and we have to put faith in that, but we can't see it and we don't know it. So I feel like in this day and age of knowing and fact checking and different things and stuff like that, that we don't miss out on the beauty of faith. Because sometimes 
everything is not going to look like, you know, everything is not going to always look like, you know, um, that, you know, that you know something, you know, and like one of my favorite stories in the Bible is, you know, some people say it was allegory. It's a possibility. It might be history. I don't know. You know, but the, I think that the message of, is, is important. You know, with Noah, the story of Noah and the flood, you know, where Noah was at a place, man, where he was, um, you know, everybody thought he was crazy, man. He thought a flood was coming, but it was something that he had nothing scientifically to tell him that a flood was coming. He did not know that a flood was coming, but he believed he had faith that a flood was coming. So like to me, I feel like that that lets me know that sometimes you're not going to always know things. You're not going to always be able to fact check things. Sometimes it's something that God will put things or the inside of your spirit and it's going to be so strong and you're going to have to just go with it. And that's what I base my life on. You know, that's what I base my life off of. You know, I'm not saying that it's not sometimes it's not have a place where you got to have fact checking and knowing and different things like that. But I base my life off of faith. I can't I can't prove that God is real. I can't prove that what I'm experiencing is real. Or I can't even prove, prove that my theology is right. Only thing I can tell you is I have faith on what God shares with me. All right. Only thing I can say, share with you is I have faith on what um, what resonates with me on the inside of my spirit. You know, so like, again, I just want to like, I just want to just be able to like, uh, just dive into that, you know, just like really just help people. And, you know, like, again, let me just talk about my journey real quick. Um uh, you know, I've been talking for like 40 minutes already, man. I ain't going to stay on here too much longer. But like I said, I just want to like, uh, you know, for episode one, I want to like keep definitely keep it under 55 minutes. You know, I don't want to rap all day, you know, but just talking about my journey, man. June 8th, 2008 changed my life forever. Like my my pastor, man, which is a still a mentor today. An amazing guy, man. Pastor Wayne Powell. He was preaching, man, June 8th, 2008. And before that, man, when I went, you know, when I got the service that day, it was it was crazy. It was like, yo, something was just off because, like, I was just like, I just felt something on my spirit. I was I just started praying that morning. Like, I was like, man, I, I, only, I usually just walk and watch everybody else pray. But that morning I just was praying. It was just it was just felt different that day. I got there early. I just felt something on the inside like something was about to happen. It was like a I, little did I know that my life was going to be changed forever, you know, but. You know, he was preaching, man, on that sermon, man. Come to find out, like, man, it was, he just went in, man. To be honest with you, I can't even remember what he was preaching. <laughs> That's how crazy it is. I can't even remember what he was preaching about. I just remember the presence of God being in that joint so strong. And me as an 18-year-old individual at that time responded. Like, I was somebody, man, who was just, like, always worried about what somebody thought about me. Who just was shy in a way, you know. And I started, like, the presence of God came, and I just felt like a lot of change just broke, like, just started breaking. And I just was, like, I was running around the church, man. Like, uh, you know, my cousin EJ, he grabbed me. He was like, yo, nah, this is how EJ was like, man, let's just run around the church. And I'm like, all right, man. And, like, I, when I did that, man, it was just, like, something just came, like, just was just crazy. It was just, like, I can't even explain it, man. Next thing I know, man, like, it was, like, literally, like, all the kid, all the youth was in the front of the church. We all praising and worshiping God, man. It was an amazing experience. I got tears flowing down and stuff like that. And I just been going gung-ho ever since, man. Like, over the over the course of them, like, next five, eight years, I think, uh, yeah, over the five, eight years, I'm talking about, man, I was like, I got to find out who this God is, man. Like, I got to feel this, man. I got to, I, like, I was addicted to the feeling. Like, that's the best way I can explain it. I was addicted to the feeling. And, like, I'm talking about like everything about it. Like I'm talking about the worship, the way I felt when I listened to the word, like everything. I was addicted to it. But what happened was I came to a place where I just felt like burnt out where life was just happening. It was just a lot of different things that was going on, man. Like where I just feel like it was a lot of different standards where I was like celibate for like eight years. And a lot of people look at me and say, oh, man, that was crazy. And I would tell you that, that that was all God. And I don't regret it at all. Like I have zero regrets. I feel like that all those years like that God set me apart like really helps me like who I am today, you know, but I came to a place where I was fighting so hard against like natural desires that God put on the inside of me that I didn't feel like was sinful. And it was burning me out and it was putting me at a place where it was actually going like the opposite. It was almost like I was trying to live holy so much or trying to like compare myself subconsciously so much that it actually burnt me out. I just say, you know what? This is the type of guy I am that I always been. I'm just like, man, F this, man. Yeah, I can have this stuff. And it wasn't like towards God. I never really felt that towards God. But it was just like just the religious standard. The subconscious 
religious standard that's in, that was in, 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 imprinted in my brain that you had to be a certain type of way in order to be approved by God. And it's so subtle because it, it doesn't have to always be a sermon that tells you that. But it's just certain things that, you know, that, that you can subconsciously pick up, you know, that, that's from other people that's in their energy that lets you know that, OK, man, or, or makes you feel like as if I have to be a certain type of way, you know, in order to feel approved by God. And eventually I came to a place where I felt burnt out like a lot of other people do. You know, it's a certain individual that actually just hit my mind right now, man. And I, and I, you know, again, I'm, and they went, you know, they didn't go to church, you know. I mean, I'm sorry, they did go to church with me, you know, growing up. I, we, you know, we very close growing up, you know. And and that individual, and I, and this, and the reason why I'm saying this is because I really feel not just for this individual, but for everybody. Like that actually had, was at a place where they actually ministered before. Because I'm telling you, man, people have good intentions, man. I've been around people that was very genuine. That's why I, you can't judge people, man. I've been around people that was that they tried. I'm talking about like they was like, yo, I want. I've been around it, man. It's like you can't judge these people for what they like they doing now if they don't believe anymore. You can't judge them. And it's like. I just want to like let these people know, man. At the end of the day, like, look, it doesn't matter if you minister before and you feel like you far away from God. He's right there, and he's not even trying to change you. He just want to let you know, man. Look, I still love you, and I'm not mad at you. I don't even think God has a desire to change you because that'd be manipulation. That would be. What if somebody came into your life and they, everything they was talking about was all right? I can love you, but my love for you is for you to change. That's manipulation because everything you're doing is for the desire for me to change instead of loving me currently where I'm at. And that's just why I want to let people know, man, it's just that God loves you currently where you're at, specifically for people, man, that used to minister, man, and used to, uh, you know, like just go gung ho for God. But you feel like that you quote unquote backslided. Or you feel like that as if you know, like that condemnation just hits you as if you're not like where you used to be. I just want to let you know, man, just look, relax. God loves you. All right. We're going to be going in a lot more in depth. That's going to really make you think and like really strike a lot of thoughts, man. And what I'm trying and, and trust me, I'm not trying to offend nobody. It's a lot of different people, man, that still believe a certain different type of way. And trust me, that's OK. I'm, I'm not really trying to debate or or, you know, or change what you believe. I'm telling you, I, my heart is for the people that was out there, had a relationship with God. I went, I went, to, this is like, I just, another thing that just came up in my heart, man. People that I used to go to the encounter with, people I used to go to the remnant with. 95% of them right now, man, don't really want nothing to do with God right now. And I honestly, I don't think that's a bad thing. And what I mean by that is that the religious standard that was put on you, if you don't want anything to do with that, I don't think that's a bad thing. But God still loves you. God still wants a relationship with you regardless of like whether your life is that you might be married with kids. You might be, you know, you might be doing whatever, you know, and I just want to let you know, man, that God like just want, like he just wants you to know, man, he's still here for you. He's still with you every single day. And a lot of people feel it anyway, because like I said, God, is he, he's good, man. He put that in, in, in a lot of people's hearts anyway. But some people just feel condemned, probably. and They just push it away and just like, I don't even want to go down that route. But like I said, man, like I, I went to people. I went. To, I used to go to an encounter every single month, man. Went to remnant with people every single week. People was on fire and loved God, man. And you know, and like I said, but we just got to a place, man, where we just. I feel like that you know I can speak for a lot of people where it's like, yo, like I just feel burnt out, and it shouldn't be that way. And it's not just with our generation. I just as I start looking at church history, it just feel like every generation. It's just like, yo, it's just like people get like my parents generation, people that went the word alive Christian center with me. It's like people that, you know, that they got they got on fire for the word of God. They got, you know, like they got on fire for God. And, and you know, they were just they was hungry for God. But then they just they just like they just like, yeah, it just burnt them out. Then some people even got to a place where they believe in other things uh, right now, which is OK. Like, I, I, There's no judgment. There's literally no judgment. You know, because like even if you can even take it back to, um, you know, uh. You know, biblical days, man, where it's like, you know, like when when uh, Judge, uh, uh, John the Baptist, you know, he came to uh, he sent disciples to Jesus and was like, yo, is you the one or should we look for another? 
you gotta remember John the Baptist was was they was close. They was like they weren't really cousins. They was like brothers. Like if you look, if you read the scriptures, man, it say that like that you know that when uh, Mary and you know and Joseph and, and John the Baptist's mother, like the baby leaped. Like it said that like they they like they recognized each other when they was in the womb. That's how close they was. John the Baptist was the one that said, "Look, here's the son of you know, the uh, son of God who takes away the sins of the world." He knew exactly who Jesus was, but he was at a place when he was in prison. You know, he was he was like, "Yo, this is not supposed to happen right now." You know, and he when he questioned Jesus, he questioned him. That was at a place. I believe he came at a place of offense, and that's where he sent disciples to him. And he and he came at a place of, of offense. But what happened was, what Jesus did was, he said that even though you're offended, I'm not going to speak bad about you. He said, "Go and tell John the Baptist, the blind see, the deaf hear, and blessed are those who are not offended in me." And then what Jesus do? He turned around and started talking good about John the Baptist. He said, I'm telling you, not nobody that was ever lived is better. I'm, some, I'm paraphrasing. He was like, that. there's not no man that was born a woman that's basically like John the Baptist. You know what that tells me is that it doesn't matter who's offended at God or who's mad at God. He said, I want your offense. I want all of that. And I'm still going to speak good about you, even though you speak bad about me. Or if you don't believe in me no more, or if you're offended at anything. And I think like right there is that is powerful right there in itself. And like, and that's, and that's just where I'm at right now, man. So I just want to, like I said, this is episode one where I just want to, you know, I might have like a lot more structure on the next episode, but episode one, I just wanted to kind of like just talk and just share my heart, man. And, um, and hopefully, like I said, this, this helps somebody. Hopefully like, you know, if this, you know, if you feel like this can help somebody share it, because again, the type of person I am, man, I just want to help people. Like in the sense of, I want to get people, people to a place where they can enjoy life. You know, it's, it's things that's going to happen in life. You know, you're going to experience, you know, a, you know, death of loved ones and, you know, and financial hardships and, and things with your health and different things and stuff like that. But ultimately, man, I feel like Jesus said, man, take heart. Cause I overcame the world. And I feel like that we can come to a place where it's like, all right, even though things are happening in life, we can come to a place of peace and joy and we can overcome this world and enjoy each other, enjoy ourselves and love each other. Like, that's my vision. I want to just see a world where it's just like, yo, we're not judging one another, but we're loving one another. And we like and we like, you know, just understanding one another. Because that's ultimately what brings peace. That's what brings satisfaction. You know, so like I said, man, I'm going to go ahead and shut it down here. I've been rapping for about 52 minutes. I actually had a lot of fun doing this. I can't wait to the next episode already to have like a lot more structure. And I want to be consistent with this. Like I said, I want to be, you know, and like y'all hold me accountable to being consistent with this. You know, uh, you know, I want to be consistent with this for the rest of my life. I want to just be able to use this podcast as a platform to be able to like help people and share what's on, ever on my heart. So like I said, man, if y'all like, you know, like this, man, if you feel like that it help you in any way, shape or form, like I said, let me know, man, share it, share it with somebody, like especially people that been out, burnt out in the church or been rejected by the church and different things like that. And as they follow this podcast, I promise you, I feel like it's going to transform their life like it transformed my life as God begin to show me different things as I begin to ask certain questions. All right. So like I said, man, I'm going to holler at y'all. Thank y'all for listening. All right. To episode one. To the why behind the web podcast. Later.